0: How's everyone doing today? Good, good. It's time for church. I love this church. Church is about the people, not the building. And uh, it's an honor to be trained in this church and be here in California. Uh, I grew up on the East Coast in Boston uh, and in Florida. And there's so much to see in California. I've been to uh, Joshua Tree a couple times. Uh, yesterday I was in uh, Orange County, uh, we had our first uh, L.A. campus event. I was there with Walker, and uh, it was cool to see all the other campus ministries. And uh, we didn't burn anyone's hair, but we still had a good time. Um, but, yeah, there's a lot of places to visit in California. And uh, I looked at Travel U.S. News to, guess, to find out the top three places to visit. And uh, if you can guess, number three on that list is San Diego. Number two is
1: San Francisco.
0: (laughs) And number one, Yosemite. Uh, So where I've been and like to visit in California the most, seems like nobody here likes that place. Whenever I mention that place, people think they just they're disgusted with me. They don't like it. Uh, It's actually all the way at number 10 on that list. Um, And that is Los Angeles. (laughs) Um, I always have a good time when I go there. A couple years ago, I got to see uh, the Steve Harvey show live there. Uh, Next month, I'm going with Juan to go see a soccer game. Um, And there's lots of different places to see. And uh, I just like Los Angeles because I like to see different people. I like to see different events. I can kind of be like, a hype beast and like like whatever is hyped up so if there's a lot of speakers that i want to see i want to see them like when the popeyes chicken sandwich came out i had i had to go have it so that's just my personality um but i'm going to be talking a lot about prayer today so let's pray before we get started uh heavenly father god uh thank you for being able to deliver your word today god uh, i pray that i just get completely completely out of the way god and we can hear your word, God. That we can take something out of this message. Uh, thank you for Scott and uh, Roy, just looking it over for me, God, and being awesome brothers in the faith and and just helping me grow. Uh, thank you for the worship team. Thank you for everyone here, God. I pray that they take something out of this message, God. Um, and we just we just love you deeper and deeper in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 So we're looking, up the book, we're looking at the book of James, and uh, we're seeing what James has been teaching us, and he's teaching us to have a full devotion to Jesus Christ. And uh, we know that James is the half-brother of Jesus. And let's just think of some of the things that James has been teaching us. Uh, he's teaching us that God is the source of all wisdom. Uh, to love people unconditionally. So to love people even when they can't give you anything else in return. Uh, he teaches us that life of a Christian is not perfect, that you'll still have trials and temptations. So even when you say, Jesus, is Lord, I'm going to follow Jesus. That doesn't mean that the trouble stop. Um, but they're here to make us more like Christ, more like our Savior. Uh, we also learn that to have faith, you also should have good deeds that follow. So your faith should lead you to good deeds. Uh, we've learned to, to tame your tongue. That your tongue is an instrument that can be used for good or evil. You can use the tongue to encourage people, to lift people up, or you can use it to discourage people. So we want to be a church that uses our tongues to edify the church. Uh, we also learn that wealth and social status in the kingdom, it doesn't matter. So if you make a million dollars a year or you're unemployed, whether you're black or white, male or female, everyone here is equal. Uh, we also learn to submit ourselves to God. To give everything to our Holy Father. Uh, so let's start in James 5, verse 13 and 14. Amen. James 5, 13 and 14. And it says, Is anyone among you in trouble? Let them pray. Is anyone among you happy? Let them sing songs of praise. Is anyone among you sick? Let them call the elders of the church to pray over them and anoint them with the name of the Lord. If anyone, is among you, if anyone among you is in trouble, some translations say, if anyone among you are suffering, let them pray. This brings me to my first point. If you are in trouble, go to God first. What is your first instinct when you are in trouble, when you are suffering? Is it to pray? Is your first instinct when you're in trouble to pray? I know that's not my first reaction. Maybe our first reaction is to go to someone else, to complain, to worry, to fear, to lose hope. Uh, maybe it's to turn to vices, whether it's alcohol, food maybe sleep isolate yourself shut down you can think of the past 14 months where you maybe you didn't take a so such a positive route when some adversity hit uh maybe you're you're like me and when something bad happens i try to fix it and do everything in my own will and that's a very bad strategy that i do not recommend my sorry mentality is You know, I don't need God for the big thing for for the small things. I just need God for the big things. But that's a very, very bad mentality to have. Uh, In reality, I need God for the little things. I need God just to walk from here to here. I need God to breathe. I need God to tie my shoes. I need God for everything. Uh, The last time the brothers were here in the building, the guys were here in the building. Uh, I was talking about one another relationships. And I was talking about uh, the power of confessing our sins to one another. And I was talking about my sin of worry and how I'm, I'm constantly worrying and that I need to have more faith in God and I'm going to trust in God more. So the same Wednesday night uh, after leaving the building, I got a text that said I was one of the first people to sign up for this Christians men, men's conference. And it was in uh, Los Angeles. And it had some high-profile speakers, uh, so I was so excited. It had uh, some of my favorite worship singers after Roy. <laughs> um, it had uh, Christian professional athletes, so I'm super excited to go to this. Um, so as soon as I got home, I checked Ticketmaster, like it says, and this is what it says. It says, you have no tickets. So I'm like, oh, that's, that's not good. <laughs> Um, So I, I say, I just got done telling the brothers, you know, not to worry. I'm going to worry less. So this is Wednesday night and the conference is on Saturday. So I just pray. I give it to God and then go to bed the next day. Don't hear from them at all. Friday, they contact me and they say, your tickets are on your phone. Just check your phone. So this time I'm excited again. I check my phone. And it says, invalid tickets. <laughs> so meanwhile, this whole time I'm studying out the scripture, getting ready for it, for this lesson. And I go back to the scripture. What does it say when we're feeling troubled? If anyone is among you is suffering, let them pray. Um, and I know there's so much bigger things than a men's conference, of course. Um, but what are those things in your life that you're, that you have to be prayerful about? What are those things that are troubling you right now? Uh, So for me, before getting the tickets to this conference, it was getting an apartment. So I could always just be praying for the next thing. But that wasn't the that wasn't the root of the sin. The root of the sin was worry. So what is the root of your trouble today? Is it your health, your future? Is it just sin? Uh, Only you can answer that question. And. Are you allowing people in your life to know the trials and tribulations so they can pray for you? And are you in other people's lives so you can pray for them? Let's look at James 5, verse 16. James five sixteen says, Therefore, confess your sins to each other, So that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Which leads me to my second point. Have some close friends in the faith you can be honest with. For me, that confession, that sin of worry, the sin of playing the role of God and doing things in my own will and not having the Lord as my strength was something I had to confess. That Friday, the day before the conference, I had some of the guys over and we were studying the Bible, looking at what can separate us from God. And the thing is, we're all in different stages. Uh, some of us are single, married, engaged, uh, but we, what we all had in common, it was that the sin kept in secret separates us from God. And there's so, something so powerful. I see the guys together. We're getting together, praying for each other. And uh, that is such a special thing when people can pray for each other. And you think of uh, when you just have people together and and you just pray and you have prayer requests and people pray for you, pray for your family, how how such a, just an awesome feeling that is that people are taking that up to God. Um, My challenge for you all today is to increase your prayer life and your prayer life with others. I don't know if you ever noticed, but sometimes there'll be a group of brothers and sisters or just sisters or just brothers. And it just takes that one person to spark it up and say, hey, let's pray, right? And you can definitely be that person. You can absolutely be that person uh, to keep everyone uh, just focused on, on, on the God that we serve. And I can tell you, uh, it feels good when people pray for you and, or when you pray for someone. Darren probably doesn't even remember this, but one time I said, hey, I'm praying for a certain something. And he was so excited when I told him that. I don't know if you remember that, Darren, but it made me want to... I have literally prayed for it more and more because I was like, man, he really appreciates this, you know? And and when people pray for us, it's just, it feels so good, right? And a quick story. So I used to be, and I'm still a really quiet, shy guy. You guys know that. But I used to be like the quietest person ever. Um, and I wanted to grow. I wanted to be more like Jesus. I wanted to love people. And, you know, to love people, you have to be able to talk to them. Um... <laughs> Um, but I was like the, the quietest person and, uh, a brother, I was the quietest person and I was, before I started to study the Bible, I got, I was scared to speak in public. So even being here, being able to speak is the power of prayer and the power of God. Um, I actually had a appointment to get hypnotized before coming to Christ to be able to speak uh, publicly Um, But then I had my first Bible study and I said, you know, I don't need magic. I have the power of God. And when I was with those brothers, the first time we had a church service, the the worship leader prayed, the welcome messenger prayed, the minister prayed. And I was my my cup for prayer was I was done. If another person was going to pray, I was going to book the exit (laughs) and. Uh, My friend said, hey, I'm getting some people together after after service. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna pray And and I was first of all, I was too shy to pray in front of people. I really didn't want to do it Um, But then I was thinking fast-forward a couple years later I had moved from Boston to Florida and I was the one that gathered brothers together and initiated prayer and that's not something so amazing that I did but it's something cool that you see God move through our lives through the power of prayer and if we allow God to push us past our, our fears and our limits, he will do that. He will absolutely do that if we go to him in prayer. Uh, so I want to talk about uh, a close friend that I have uh, that, that's just been helping me. And we confess with each other. But that that brother's Cole, my roommate Cole. Um, when I first got here, I was like obsessed with ministry. I was, I was making it a God. And I had to confess that to Cole because he was saying, like, hey, bro, when's the last time you took a day off? And it was like, I was like, I haven't. And it, was, and it was not good. And Cole was like, bro, we're going to Palm Springs. Like, you haven't even seen Palm Springs. You need to get out and go. And those are some of the times that I just remember. And I feel comfortable talking to people when we have that close relationship with them, when we're in their lives, when we're getting consistent time. So I hope people have those people in their lives where they can confess uh, when they're wrong. Because even things that might sound like a good thing are, are not a good thing. And, and the Lord knows uh, his plans are best. And James is ending his letter on prayer because he knows how important it is. If you think of someone you see and, and, and you're leaving and you're parting ways, you're going to say one of the most important things at the end. And he's saying, brothers and sisters, we need to pray. And that's what I'm encouraging you guys today. We need to pray. Uh, for me, I know my prayer life can fluctuate. I have to be very intentional. And after studying out the scripture, my prayer life has increased, and I've been able to pray for all for all you more and more. I've been able to pray for my family more, this church, my fiance, and it really does feel so good when we're close communion with God. So I want to get back to these back to these tickets, these elusive tickets. <laughs> so on Friday, uh, I. They contact me and they say, if you bring your tickets, if you bring your ID to the ticket booth, we'll have your tickets for you. So at this point, it's late at night and I say, "Okay, I'm just going to go by myself uh, because I'm not going to get someone to come with me uh, late notice. I got to be there at 9 a.m. So my roommate, Carlos, my other roommate, Carlos, comes home uh, from work and he says, you're not going anywhere tomorrow. You have a flat tire. So I was like, oh, my goodness. (laughs) So. Sometimes you have to pray to God and, you know, if God, if this is not your will, then then it's not your will. And sometimes you have to be okay with that. Um, So I make one last phone call. I call I call Manny and I say, hey, bro, what are you doing tomorrow? And he said, I'm working tomorrow. So I was like, all right, you know, never mind. He's like, why? What's up? And I said, there's this Christian conference, these speakers I really want to see. um, But you got work. So I guess it's not it's not God's will. And he said, I'm doing Instacart. Uh, so he said, I can take it off. So uh, Manny and I were able to go. And it was, it was a great time. We got to go to the conference. We, got, we went to the Staples Center. Uh, we got to eat at a taco truck. It was, it was a great one of the <laughs> best times I've had here. Um, but the thing is, we didn't just eat food and get entertained. Uh, we sang songs of praise. In the car on the way there, at the the conference, Uh, we we prayed, uh, we we prayed, we ate, we prayed before we ate as well, And (laughs) and we talked about our troubles, we talked about our weaknesses, and we talked about what strengthens our walk with God. And I want to look at James 5, verse 19 through 20. James 5, verse 19 through 20. And it says, My brothers and sisters, if one of you should wander from the truth and someone should bring that person back, remember this, whoever turns a sinner from the error of their ways will save them from death and cover over a multitude of sins. My third point today is, every interaction you have is an opportunity to be the gospel. Every opportunity you have is an opportunity to be the gospel. And I'm not saying Manny and I are not walking with God, uh, but I am saying every interaction we have, we can sharpen each other. We can bring each other closer to the narrow road or we can bring each other further away. We can pray uh, for each other. We can pray with each other. uh, We can sing songs of worship together. We can send each other worship songs. And we don't have to be ashamed because we serve a God that sacrificed it all on the cross and died for us. And sometimes, maybe it doesn't have to be so deep. Sometimes you can just be kind, smile, ask someone how they're doing, but just make sure you actually have the heart to care for that person. As I continue my relationship over the years, and I'm sure some of you have seen friends walk away uh, from the faith, from God, And if those people pop up in your mind right now, I want to encourage you to continue to reach out to them. Continue to love them. Uh, You never know where someone could be a month from now, two months from now, two years from now, ten years from now. And your love can just continue to plant seeds in their heart. Love covers over a multitude of sins. Uh, and, And Jesus loved me even when he knew I would worry, even when he knew I would take control of things and try to do everything in my own will, even when uh, even when I was too timid. And it's the same thing with everyone here. God still loved you through your shortcomings. When you stumble, when you fall, we serve a God that still loves us. Um, So in conclusion, uh, when you're in trouble, go to God first. Don't be ashamed or embarrassed to go to God and God won't be ashamed of you. When he comes in his full glory, have close friends in the faith that you can be honest with. Ask yourself, who can I get closer with that can help me along my spiritual journey? And who can I get closer with that I can help encourage on their spiritual journey? And every interaction with someone is an opportunity to be a light in the world. You can help someone know God more by your words, by your actions and how you love one another. Uh, let's pray for communion. Father God, thank you for the power of prayer, God, and be able to just connect to you whenever we need to, God. Just a, a direct line to you, Father. Uh, thank you for the power of confessing, confessing to you, and confessing to, to friends that won't judge us, that will help us, that will pray for us. Thank you for the brothers and sisters all here and around the world. Thank you for sending your son Jesus on a cross to die for us and die for our sins, even when you knew that we were not worthy, God. But you are a God that is so good, so fantastic, God. So, God, thank you so much. Jesus, we we thank you. We pray all this in your son's name. Amen.